0: Hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop. How about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking queer money on the road this summer and fall. Visit queermoneypodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. The mission of queer money is to financially empower the LGBTQ plus community. Join us in thanking Capital One for supporting that mission.
1: How do you stop living paycheck to paycheck? You have a rainy day fund. How exactly do you do that,
0: David? You listen to Queer Money episode 375 because today we're sharing our number one tip.
1: Oh, plus two more. Now on with the show. So this is a leading concern for the LGBTQ plus community, at least according to the Motley Fool Debt Free Guys LGBTQ plus money study. 55% of our respondents said that saving for a financial emergency is a top priority. Now I get... Yeah, rainy day fund is the same as an emergency savings fund, but we're looking for new keywords here, people. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: and I think we're also trying to. Uh, a lot of folks are trying to stop using the word emergency because they don't want to manifest that. Right there, really is a, it really they want to have a pool of money that they can use when things arise that they're they weren't expecting or. Uh, just to have in case they want to do some spending that is appropriate for their lifestyle. A little budget. bit
1: of a cushion. Yeah. Everybody loves a little bit of cushion. Yeah, I won't go there. <laughs> so here are our three tips to do that. Number one, calculate how much you should have saved. Um, this is a hard one for some people. And um, so typically the recommendation is to have three to six months worth of living expenses saved up in a fund in case something bad happens and you can weather the storm. But our new friends, according to david uh, over at avocado toast budget have a slightly interesting twist on that
0: right and i think the 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 concern that a lot of people have is they see these huge numbers that they, they see okay my my uh average monthly spending is $5000 so 3 to 6 months in savings means 15 to to $30,000 in savings and oh my god how could i ever save up that kind of money and what uh, what they suggest is that you look at your spending kind of in two ways you look at your can of tuna spending yes. and your sushi spending or your can of tuna budget and your sushi budget and really the kind of the idea there is If something significant were to happen, like you lose your job, then, of course, you're going to shift your budget from your normal spending, your quote-unquote sushi budget, to your... Quote unquote" can of tuna budget. Um, some people might say it's from your Belvedere budget to your <laughs> absolute budget or something like that. <laughs> but it, the, the whole idea is we understand that when uh, when we're faced with something significant, we would really scale our spending back to the bare minimum. Well, that really is where you should be focusing when you, when you have your uh, rainy day fund slash emergency fund. And so for many people, that may mean instead of spending $5,000 a month, really what they're re- spending is maybe 3500 or maybe even $3000 a month because they get rid of a lot of that discretionary spending so that brings that number down to maybe now instead of being $15 to $30,000 it's really maybe 6 to to $10,000 or six dollars
1: to $12,000. All I'm hearing is tuna, avocado, sushi, and guess what I'm going to want for lunch now. <laughs> All right. Number two, open an arm's length away savings account. What is that? I mean, look how long my arm is. <laughs> an arm's length away savings account is a savings account that isn't at your usual bank or your usual credit union with no banking features such as check rating or debit cards. You want to kind of make this money harder to get to. Uh, you want to have it. Um, we tried this strategy when we are building our emergency savings and knowing that we actually had to go into the bank to actually get the money uh, kind of uh, demotivated us to go in there and to do it for something that wasn't an actual emergency. And so that really helped us build up our emergency savings, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, look, one of the major suggestions here is pick an online only bank. Might Pick an online only bank that you can't get access to the money easily. You don't have a debit card. You don't have checking set up. It's a savings account and you have to Basically, contact them to transfer the money to your primary checking account. If
1: you have the constitution to uh, to not use your emergency savings fund without for anything other than an emergency or a critical situation, um, then the Capital One Three Sixty checking account would be great because um, they have uh, one of the best yields I think available out there.
0: Right, it's above three percent right now.
1: Yeah. So, and that's kind of um, as sad as that is. It's one of the best ones <laughs> out there these <laughs> yeah. days.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Our tip number three is one that John and I used again when we were paying off our debt. This is one of the things that really trained us to learn how to spend less money than we were making, and that is to send it before you spend it. I think a lot of people, we hear this story, and we've talked about this before, right, where the paycheck shows up on Friday, and by Monday, all your money is gone right? Because we 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 instantly think, okay, I've got a lot of money, so I go out and spend. But if we send it before we spend it, when you get that money, make sure it's out of there, right? Well, the same thing when you're trying to save for your emergency uh, uh, account is to make sure that that money gets out of your account before you have access to spend it. So one of the best ways to do that is
1: having a direct deposit directly from your paycheck into that uh, emergency savings checking account or savings account. Yeah. Exactly. Or electronic funds transfer is another option. What's the idea um, for a lot of people? Unfortunately, they live like a pop uh they live like a king on payday and a pauper the rest of the month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you want to kind of flip that. Maybe, maybe live like a king the last day of the pay period. Yeah. And a pauper on payday. Right. <laughs> Those are our three tips for building your rainy day fund. Now stay tuned for your criminy takeaway from this episode.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the queer Money podcast today. Here's your Money takeaway from this episode with trying to save so much money depending on what your income is between 6 and $20,000 or maybe more, maybe less. It's best to have a strategy and then set it and forget it. So follow the three steps that we suggested in this episode so that you can build your rainy
1: Day fund in no time. Exactly. <laughs> then join us next Tuesday when we talk about the hot new trend in this high inflation environment, inflating. Ooh. <laughs> and next Thursday when we talk about the two wealth builders that many LGBTQ folks are missing out on and how we can stop that. Thank you and have a great week. <music> Start your journey to financial independence with a checking and savings account that doesn't nickel and dime you with fees. Get a Capital One 360 checking or a 360 performance savings account at Capital One today. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road.